You're listening to Spice Radio 1200 AM, and we are speaking to Charlie Smith, editor of Vancouver. Charlie, how are you this morning? Oh, I'm doing very well, thank you, Ma'am Karen, and how are you? I'm doing good, Charlie. Thanks for asking. Now, really strange situation going on at TD Bank, especially if you're somebody who banks with them like me. You might be a little bit concerned. Charlie, can you tell us what's going on there? Yeah, the uh, it, it's there's, there's not a ton of information, but it appears that TD is having problems with its direct deposit system. And they're saying it's hit by technical issues that are preventing account holders from being paid. And this is happening in the East and in the West, so it's not just confined to one region of Canada. And and this is a, a problem because people have automated payments to pay bills. But if they don't get their deposit, their accounts are going into arrears. And I've heard in some cases people are complaining that they're getting charged for this when the bank will not, uh, is not accepting the direct deposits. Um, the bank has not provided a timeline on a fix, so this is a very serious issue, and, um, but we don't know a lot. We don't, there's no statement, for instance, that the bank's been hacked or anything like that. But it is, is very peculiar and very problematic. Um, there, and I, I think I'll mention this. I, I don't want to scare people, but there was a concern a while ago with a different bank, which was Manulife Bank, about uh, the, the steps it was taking to protect customers' information. And, and this was a whistleblower within the Manulife um, who said uh, earlier this year was, was laying out all the, all the gory details, which was reported on, on CBC. So... Uh, nothing like that yet with TD, but it is a concern, and I think if people have TD accounts, uh, well, they're being advised to, to monitor their accounts. It's it's really scary, you know, Charlie, because obviously there's like a real convenience. Again, we don't know the situation in TD, but I'm just generally talking about how we do banking today. You know, nowadays, like, everything is online, right? Like, we can even access it on our phones. We can use our phone to pay for things, and sometimes you just kind of, like, you worry and you hope, like, I hope everything is protected. You know, you, you worry about, like, hackers, and you obviously hope that, like, in TD, nothing like that is happening, because, again, we don't know. But does it ever make you nervous, Charlie, just about how, like, everything is so easy to access nowadays? Yeah, and, and the this whole business of the rise of electronic banking is, um, you know, it, it, it does make you wonder. The, the banks always offer assurances. Uh, the big concern I think we have in Canada is if this turns out to be something bigger than uh, it appears to be at the moment, uh, the, the TD manages $421 billion in assets. Um, this is a lot of money, and the the banks are interconnected. So I hope they fix this soon, because the last thing Canada needs right now is, is to trigger you know, a global banking crisis. And I'm not saying that that's happening here at all, um, but you know it's it's worrisome because banks are you know a cornerstone of the Canadian economy. 
Of course. So it is concerning. So hopefully we will get more updates on what's going on with TD Bank very soon. Now, Charlie, another story. In the world of Canadian media, BCEE Inc., BCE Inc., Bell Media, is cutting 1,300 positions, about 3% of its workforce, and closing or selling nine radio stations as the company plans to significantly adapt how it delivers the news. Now, this came as quite a shock. There's a lot of reaction. What do you think of this move? Well, I think it is also a reflection. It's very sad, first of all, for the all the people who lost their jobs and to see actual radio stations uh, affected as well. Um, and, and also some of the boys were really well-known and respected journalists, like Daniel Hamanchin in um, London, the London Bureau, they shut down. She speaks four languages. Um, she's fluent in English, French, Arabic, uh, Italian. Um, she could, uh, you know, go into the Middle East and, and speak to average people in their own languages. And uh, so, so, and then Paul Workman, who's one of the reporters I've trusted over the years for a long time, um, and, and Tom Walters in the L.A. Bureau, uh, I think he's the best uh, writer uh, when it comes to TV news reporting. I always really take delight in how he writes. Joyce Napier, who's a longtime Ottawa reporter, um, and, and also swims very well in English and French Canada. She's of Lebanese ancestry. and So these are top journalists. Glenn McGregor, one of the great investigative TV journalists. So that's just the TV side. And... Um, so, so this is a big problem. I think uh, there's very good analysis written by Bruce Claggett, who used to be um, a, a news person that, well, he still does some, some radio. And Bruce, I went to school with many, many years ago, but on his substack, and he was saying how AM radio, that these big corporations don't understand the strengths of AM radio. And it was interesting because as I was reading his analysis, I actually thought of Spice Radio and how Spice Radio is actually um, doing things right with AM radio and understanding its strengths and playing to the strengths of AM radio. But but there are some challenges, too. One of them is that uh, AM radio, the, the hydro bills, for instance, I never knew this, are far higher with AM radio than FM radio because of the way the transmitters work. So um, so Bruce was making the case that these big corporations don't understand and appreciate what AM radio can do. And, and, and so that's at the root of a lot of this. So we lost 1040, which used to be a sports, where used to be a sports station. Then they turned it into a comedy um, station uh, they had three comedy stations, one in Winnipeg and Calgary, but also shut down. They shut down BNN Bloomberg Radio, which is 1410, which was providing business information and um, basically at, at times playing the feed from, from Bloomberg TV. Um, and but 1410 has a big history in Vancouver, too, of being, uh, you know, it was CFUN, and I can remember listening to it as a kid. So, So this is but it's also related to talking a lot here. <laughs> and then I'll let you in. But it's the shift from to digital advertising, and then how these digital giants like 
Facebook and Google and increasingly Amazon are gobbling up a big piece of the pie, and it's leaving less for these media companies. That's, I'm really glad you brought that up, Charlie, because that's something that was in a highlight is one expert was saying, you know, gone are the days where companies are making money um, off the news. She was saying that basically that, you know, there was a time there was a prestige, right? Like these media companies could make a lot of money and work with all these businesses. But now because of Google and Facebook, they've basically eaten up the ad market, therefore, you know, creating further challenges for a lot of like these radio stations, for instance. And like part of me, Charlie, wonders like it's I guess it's the model itself that just makes it challenging because that's what obviously radio stations rely on is they need that advertising. Yeah, and I think the problem, too, is the federal government was too willing to... They were worried about the renegotiation of the free trade agreement. So when that was underway, that the feds were not very aggressive in dealing with the social media giants because they wanted to get along with the Americans, and that's that's a big part of the, you know, American competitiveness is that's where Facebook is, that's where Google is, that's where Amazon and Apple and Netflix. And so they've been given preferential treatment by the federal government for many years in terms of not having to conform to the same CRTC rules, for instance, as what you see with um, the, the broadcasters. And it, also when it comes to defamation, you know, people can defame, like on Twitter all the time or on Facebook, but those companies are never held accountable because they say, well, you have to sue the individual um, who made the statement, This we're like a utility. Um, but a utility doesn't gobble up 70% of the digital advertising in Canada the way these companies do. So so I, I think that's another part of the problem. I see the federal government is making moves now to try to charge, um, uh, impose fees on these companies for the content that they use, but they're fighting back. And we saw in Australia where Facebook just said, well, we're not running any news. Um, so we'll see where that goes. But but that's definitely part of the problem. Yeah, no, there's definitely a lot. I could talk to you about this all day, Charlie, but we're going to go on to the next. Um, so the weekend, of course, Black Music Month is taking place. What's happening? Yeah, Black Music Month was actually declared by Joe Biden. And the, the, he says, we celebrate the songs uh, and artists that challenge us to think critically, stand up to injustice, and believe in ourselves. So, so Janet, Joe Biden did this proclamation and now we've got an event at Sunset Beach um, happening uh, tomorrow and it also kind of coincides with Juneteenth which is June 19th uh, 1865 in Galveston Texas when slavery finally came to an end um, and that's celebrated in a huge way so what we've got on um, at Sunset Beach um, tomorrow is a black culture celebration it's the fourth um, that's taken, it's kind of called the Juneteenth Festival. Um, but this time they've got some, some big names, and it's celebrating also the 50th anniversary of hip hop. So Cardinal Official is there, the Rascals, uh, and, and, and all sorts of others, Chaclair, Checkmate, Concise. Um, and so it's, 
it's going to be quite the party at the over at the beach, um, and also a celebration of the end of slavery wow. in the U.S. That's incredible, and I didn't know this was such a new thing, too. So thanks for sharing, Charlie. As always, really appreciate it. You take care and have a wonderful weekend. Okay, you too. Good luck with your bank account. <laughs> thanks, Charlie. I'm going to need it. <laughs> okay, bye. Bye.